Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. On today's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast, can I claim my ex-spouse's social security benefits? We also have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 93. Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 93. Peggy from New Orleans, how can we help you today? Hi, I have a quick question. Um, I am 62, and I understand you can, if you've been married and divorced, but if you've been married long enough, you can collect on your ex's Social Security? Yeah, that would be 10 years. Correct? 10 years. All right. That's, 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 that's already taken care of. But so, but if I'm of the age to collect Social Security and he's not, does, would I have to wait until he's that old? Because no. I'm older than he is. Yeah. Like, so I'll reach the Social Security age before seven years before he does. Yeah, here here's kind of the technical part of that. He needs to be of social security age for you to right. turn so I, on that benefit. He does not have to turn okay. it on, and he doesn't know, and you don't need to discuss it with him. But it's right. your right to draw on his benefit. The only right. the ten years is how long you needed to have been married to him right and he needs to be of social security age and you qualify to start on that benefit now being you're below full retirement age it will reduce your benefit by turning it on and let's say next year he turns 62 you'll be 63 you're going to get a reduction in benefits so let's talk about that. They've been divorced. They were married for 10 years, and it's been two years since they divorced if she was eligible for benefits from that standpoint. So if she owns benefit, if the wife's own benefit is higher than her spousal benefit, there will be no change in Social Security. So one, the advantage to draw on his record, that is if the spousal benefit, this is if he's, while he's living, it would be a spousal benefit. So if the spousal benefit is larger than her record, she would be receiving an increase if it's larger. So if her benefit is higher than her spousal benefit, there will be no change in Social Security. If she hasn't started receiving Social Security yet, her decisions about when to start would be based on the usual factors, such as health status, life expectancy, need for income, and so forth, without regard to survivor benefits. The important planning issue is that financially, she is now on her own, and she probably has a lot of years ahead of her. So if she and her husband been, had been married for more than 10 years before divor- divorcing, she may qualify for a spousal benefits based on her ex-husband's work record as long as she is at least 62 and still unmarried. When she files, she'll be paid her own benefit first. 
If her divorce spouse benefit would be higher, she'll receive a spousal add-on so that the combined benefit equals the spousal benefit. This may be 32.5 to 50% of his primary insurance amount depending on when she files. If she was born before January 2nd of 1954, she may restrict her application to her divorce spouse benefit, even if her own benefit is higher. Remember, that's before January 2nd of 1954. And then she'll receive 50% of her ex-husband's primary insurance amount while her own benefit bills delayed credits to age 70. It's an excellent strategy for a divorced working woman as it allows them to take full advantage of their divorce spouse benefit and earn maximum delayed credits on their own record, which will give them higher income at an older age. If she and her husband have been divorced for at least two years, she does not need to apply for his benefits in order to receive hers. He does not need to be eligible for benefits and be it. He does need to be, let's just repeat it. He does need to be eligible for benefits and be at least 62. So you heard me get that clarification and gave her that clarification. She does not need to know his earnings history or even his whereabouts and doesn't need to discuss it, ask for permission. He'll never know because it has zero impact on that. Even if he had multiple wives, each for 10 years, and they're going to utilize his work record, he, he doesn't need to know, doesn't need to give permission. Now here, what if, what if the ex-husband dies? The survivor benefits for the divorced spouses are the same as for widows, providing that the marriage lasted at least 10 years, the same benefit formulas, age requirement, and actuarial reductions apply. Now, keep in mind, if she does it before full retirement age, that acronym I use is FRA, full retirement age, she's locking in, even if it's a scenario uh, of turning it on early, you're locking in that reduction going forward there. So just keep that in mind as well as a part of the decision. And I look, Social Security is complicated and so many scenarios and decisions to make. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to turn it on before FRA, especially if you need the money. But you have to have consideration of your life expectancy. You also have to have consideration of your health, correlated assets to make the best decision because what you don't want to do is make the wrong decision, cause a reduction that you lock in when you could have had more benefits and you didn't need to turn it on early. It can impact you by tens of thousands of dollars. And one of the things, especially for women, is they're going to live longer than the men. They have a longer life expectancy. And everybody's going to live longer as a percentage. You're going to live longer. So you're going to draw benefits for a longer 
period of time potentially. So you need to make a good decision in that. Otherwise, you're leaving money on the table. So if it isn't like, oh, I need it I, to make ends meet, I need it right now. Okay, that that is a big impact. Also, health. Like if you're in bad health, so there's no way I'm living a long time with what I have going on and I'm dealing with. Just using that phrase, that's a consideration of why to turn it on early as well. But to understand you are eligible for benefits, and if you don't have a large Social Security earnings record and that ex-spouse may pay more, even if it was, say, an ex-wife or the guy and she's always made more income, would have a larger benefit. It's something to consider. So if you are divorced or getting a divorce, got a divorce, make sure you keep up with those records and that information. Don't lose their social security number, you know, and, and, and the divorce information and those documents, you know, that old marriage license. Don't get rid of it. Don't get rid of the death certificate or divorce certificate, you know, all that paperwork. Don't keep up with that so you have that information because it can impact and improve your Social Security benefits down the road. So hopefully that helps from that standpoint. Okay, so, all right, well, I wasn't planning on taking it until I was at full retirement age, but... Oh, that'll be awesome. He won't be. Yeah, and that'll give you whichever benefit is larger is what you're actually turning on by that rule as well. Thanks so much for listening to Ask Gregory, where we answer your financial questions. You can find us anywhere podcasts can be found and on YouTube and Facebook Live every Saturday from 10 to 1. Subscribe, leave a review, and tune in next time. And don't forget, you've got a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 93. Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast nine three. Gregory Ricks and Associates is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Gregory Ricks and Associates are not affiliated companies. Gregory Ricks and Associates, the Total Wealth Authority, is our trademark tagline. It does not promise or guarantee investment results or the preservation of principal, nor does it represent a certain level of skill. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed and insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strengths and claims of the paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Erickson Associates is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the U.S. government or any other governmental agency. This information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained by sources is believed to be reliable, but the accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory X and Associates. Any media logos or trademarks contained herein are the property of their respective owners, and no endorsement made by those owners of Gregory X and Associates is stated or implied. Gregory X and Associates is a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide tax and or legal advice. AE Wealth Management, Gregory X and Associates, WJ Blanchard Law LLC, Jay Heath and & Co., and Mortgage Gumbo are not affiliated companies. This show is a paid placement.